0: Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.TV. I am Brian.
1: And I'm Lizzie. This
0: is the Emo Social Club. We do emo stuff. We're about the emo life. We do those emo things.
1: We are the emo shit. The people you want to look to for emo (laughs) Stop. I don't know.
0: Uh, We didn't have a live episode last week, and that's because I went to uh, Los Angeles well L- la Le- la the,
1: the city out. of angels the
0: city of si- the city of angels from that red hot chili pepper song oh your um,
1: favorite did did you run into Mr. Red Hot Chili Pepper while you were there
0: no they they they're too busy in every part of california that even just one little part you know gets lost in the sauce
1: damn
0: the red hot chili pepper sauce um wow. so i was in la for the afi sing the sorrow 20 year album play show Uh, So we didn't record last week, but uh, this week we also did record live uh, and we have an episode about that 20 year anniversary show and just general like the Sing the Sorrow of it all. How the 20 years of emo in this scene and and AFI have brought us to this point and uh, trying to trying to push you to go listen to the record.
1: Yeah, Brian's going to bully you personally if you don't want to go listen to Sing the Sorrow, but you like MGK.
0: If you like MGK and you haven't listened to *Sing the Sorrow*, you are missing out, and like I think you'll you'll see why. Uh, there's a lot there that current emo and current pop punk has taken a lot from, um, and so yeah, I think it's it's worth a listen. And I hope that by the end of this episode, you if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. And if you have listened to it, I hope you listen to it again because it's been 20 years and the songs still sound just as good. Still, still are yeah, it's a perfect record. It's so good. Uh, What also is perfect is when you rate us for five stars on your favorite podcasting app. Hell yeah. Uh, That's that. That says we're perfect. There's no better way to tell us we're perfect than five stars.
1: Yeah. I mean, do the opposite of simple plan and tell us that we are perfect.
0: Yeah, we can be perfect.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And you can also leave a comment too on Apple music to Mm -hmm. say that you are perfect. That's all you need to put. You don't need to put anything else.
0: Five stars and a you're perfect in the comments. Uh, yeah,
1: let, us, let us know we're special
0: You can also drop comments on any of our social media For example our Instagram At Emo Social Club Drop a comment there Go on our Twitter At X Emo Social Club X Drop a comment there And it's the same on TikTok You can drop a comment there And our YouTube channel Drop a comment, <laughs> drop a comment Like, everywhere. comment, subscribe On all those platforms We're Emo Social Club on all of them X Emo Social Club X on Twitter, TikTok You get it you're smart. They'll find us. You're smart. You get it. Do we have anything else we need to promote this week? I don't think so. I don't think we no.
1: have anything else coming up. Cool. Uh,
0: So yeah, check us out there. Let us know. If you listen to the record, let us know. Come and, come and tell us that you did and what you think of it. Uh, And if you, you are a fan of AFI and you listen to it again, tell us why everybody else should listen to it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> give us a reason why you like saying The Sorrow.
0: Yeah, give us your sorrows uh anyway let's get into it here's our our little recap of the 20-year anniversary of sing the sorrow again
1: hell yeah we'll
0: kick a little intro off and then we'll pop into it all right uh this past weekend when we're recording this uh i was at the afi 20-year sing the sorrow full album play live Kia forum. Saturday night. (laughs) Other details about it. Um, it was fucking rad, dude. It was cool.
1: I was about to say, like, I thought your post a little bit more if I saw the one. I'm like, this looks pretty sick. And I saw a couple other people from like Smart Punk and everything like that were also there. I'm like, oh, surprise.
0: (laughs) If I'm being honest, it was mostly just like I'm at the age now where I, I I very much am conscious about how i grew up in the area era when you would be like not on your phone and just watching and there was a there was a time back in the day too where uh davy havoc was on stage um i believe it was during the december underground tour and he was like i'm really glad you all are here and i'm really glad you all are not fucking filming right now
1: <laughs> oh okay that's kind of yeah. that's early too that's like early that was oh six
0: yeah or, that's 06 like or razor like seven yeah so he had a very um, strong take on that early, and I don't think he feels any way the same about it now, but that was just at that time when, you know, you didn't really even have a lot of smartphones out there that could film, uh, and, and I don't know. He was just like, no, don't do that. Enjoy the show, and so I, I've taken that into account. You know, I go out, and I want to enjoy the show. I did take a lot of video. Like, I did I did shoot a lot of Instagram stories, but I didn't post them, and I'm like, you know what? That's for me.
1: I was about to say this is for me in my eyes only.
0: Yeah. It doesn't need to be out there for for y'all. I posted a couple and I'm like, you know what? That feels good. I did the thing. You can even if you're if you're this will probably be up as a podcast, I'm assuming, but yes. in the in the in the video version of this, we see uh a shot from the show where there's just phones <laughs> all throughout it. So yep. I mean, yeah, there you go. It's it's everybody's filming it. Um 17,000 people at this at the Kia Forum
1: that's absolutely Uh, crazy
0: yeah sold out in a day uh all up in the stands all up in it uh uh yeah it was just packed packed full uh luckily we were on the floor I got to watch it from not in this photo but from way way back (laughs) but close enough like we had we had good spots and could see it and uh definitely vibing out uh, audience was great you know how we talk about how audiences now kind of suck but yeah in general the audience was good mosh pit opened up in front of us people were really nice and fun and respectful but yeah. love it no no comments uh of the negative side um
1: did, did you get in the pit brian
0: no oh. i will make uh one comment that i heard a lot leaving the show oh really was, mm wow they really didn't play any other songs and i'm like yeah
1: yeah it's an album play what did you <laughs> expect
0: they told you the set list bro
1: <laughs> you like you knew you knew ahead of time you've known for 20 years yeah they, what the set list would be
0: I, I Go look I don't know at how it. help <laughs> i thought that i just thought that was funny that, that um, is funny but we're looking at brooklyn vegan here uh to look at the article about the the show itself um obviously if you are uh a a fan of afi you already know all the songs they play too because it's the record um but obviously if you have never listened to the record go check out the record because it's 20 years and it's really good um and i think you could see a lot of where emo went after 2003 because of uh this record because of blink Two's self-titled uh this is kind of where like the emo screamo sort of sounds from that era kind of came out of uh because this shit popped off you know i was about to say popped off in a major way and i'm like i don't even know what that means
1: <laughs> <laughs> But i was just gonna say things to be like guys i'm so hyped for you to listen to this band that i'm not even in yeah don't worry no
0: cap goats
1: <laughs> Goated.
0: um so, I mean, obviously I can review that they played the songs in the order and that's that. But um, cool. <laughs> op- one of the openers we, we got there in time to watch was Jawbreaker, who has headlined uh, Riot Fest here in Chicago uh, and I think played other times. I don't know. I don't know much about Jawbreaker. We've already talked about how we don't know real emo, true emo. Though. Yeah, we're
1: fake, actually. You know. Yeah,
0: we're fake emo altogether. 100%. Uh, they did uh, dedicate a song Paper Airplanes, Makeshift Wings, the Jawbreaker, uh, and talked about going to see them at Gilman Street and other small venues. Like, obviously, AFI has been a band for 33 years. <laughs> like...
1: Oh, wait, that? Holy shit. Yeah, they've shit. been a band
0: for 33 years. Uh, uh, Davey, the singer, and Adam, the drummer, are the only two remaining original members, but these four guys have been in it for over 20 years now. Like, the, So is, the same is, is lineup Jade
1: Pudget? did he come later then?
0: Yeah. Uh, So he started on um, Days of the Phoenix with that record, uh, Art of Drowning, uh, and the Halloween EP that came before that. So, he, yeah, he was not an original member, but a lot of the stuff that you know from AFI from the early 2000s is is Jade. Uh, And a lot of the guitar work that he brought to the band was just so specific and different that I think that also helped them get into, like, the more emo and and pop punk scenes in the early 2000s just because it was a little bit more um i'm gonna say trendy i don't like that word because i think it has negative connotations but certainly more in line with a lot of the other music at that time
1: i mean you can say trendy because like i feel like now we use trends so often and it's kind of like a middle of the road word mm. nowadays and if you're doing it to try to elevate your performance and like where you are i feel like that's that's more acceptable now or back then it'd be like you're a poser it's like i would like to make money thank you
0: <laughs> ali has corrected me in the chat black sales and forward yep that's correct my bad um but yeah black sales was really like when you would go to see afi back in the day that's as far back as they would play like multiple songs they would often play like one old punk song but black sales is like the oldest record they would play And now they only play uh, apparently this record. So, you know, fuck those guys in the bathroom after the show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They also uh, they did a a little tribute. I was like, I really hope they do a tribute to Jerry Finn, who produced the record, but also passed away after a lot of these records that he did. He did the Blink self-titled. He did Alkaline Trios, uh, Crimson uh, and a bunch of other records and really like influenced that emo scene too. like going into that. Uh, we've talked a lot on this pod about how, like, that's why we have the Blink-182 of today. That's why we have the MGKs of today. Like, Jerry Finn was the, the guy who led to a lot of this stuff. Uh, so, a nice little tribute showed him on, on the, the screen, and then uh, right when they were doing that, right after they did that, they performed uh, the Leaving Song, which is more of, like, the acoustic number from the back of the audience and so like everybody like turned around like oh he's right there and it was like it really was like oh
1: my it. god how would he get there look at it yeah
0: it was a cute emotional little moment before going into like the the 10 minute like three track outro um yeah no it was it was absolutely super sick um we can also uh say, see here that the uh the vinyl was <laughs> being repressed there were 3000 copies at the venue uh they were being sold first come first serve to people in the parking lot oh. and uh they didn't have a limit on them of how many you that's, could fucking buy
1: that's a real that's a real choice yeah uh
0: Allie was checking the the tweets the twitters of all the people who were commenting about it which i was honestly surprised about because like this is a show for people my generation and the last thing i want to do is be on twitter talking about this shit uh but some dude yeah bought a box of vinyls
1: are you fucking a fucking box ri- of vinyls and you're taking that into the stadium with you
0: yeah well, i mean maybe who knows
1: i was about to say i feel like they wouldn't allow you to do that They like, back in your car
0: remember that la is a is a car centric city which that it, it does not track to me at all but like yeah yeah you 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 have parking at the venue so like you just bark and you can drop stuff off in your car and i'm that's, like that makes no sense to me that's from chicago so chaotic.
1: No. yeah but
0: I was just very shocked that like the venue said, or, or the, like the merch companies and everybody said, "Oh yeah, you can buy as many as you want when you have a limited amount being sold at the venue. Like that was a little wild to me. People, people tore him apart on Twitter. And I'm like, Good, as
1: they should, I'm
0: like, that dude does not have a Twitter. <laughs> that dude is not on Twitter. That
1: Dude probably doesn't understand how to use Twitter.
0: No, but he does understand the, the value of a box set. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, obviously there's videos up here. You can go and look at the the whole performance. Um, they are they're they're incredible. The band is is just still at the top of their game. Um, it's insane. I feel
1: like they they play so rarely that it would be like, oh, if I didn't see them at the top of their game, there must be something wrong. Yeah. I mean, I only saw them once, and it was the one time that they played Riot Fest. Yep. And they were great.
0: And they are so good at that show. Um, they. They used to do this thing back in the day. Um, Their albums really had like a four or like multiple year uh, like span between them. Like this was one of the bands I could always look back at and say, here is very clearly a band that is taking time between their records so that the records become like an event when they're released. And there's like new eras of AFI when they release a new record um and then it was like yeah but we're gonna release a record every two years and you're like what how could you do that how will you have enough songs how will you have written them how can you afford producing them and then today we're just like i put out a song because i recorded it on my laptop and it's done like it's like, very and, different and world you now. can
1: do it too everyone
0: yeah very different world now but afi always yeah they 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 seem like that band who's like we're gonna take our time we're gonna do it right we're gonna come out and and do the biggest best thing we can uh, and i think that's their that's their entire process I'm imagining after this they're going to take some time and we might not see them for a little bit
1: probably uh, not maybe we'll get another like of db havoc's like side projects
0: Some black audio
1: <laughs> yeah some more black audio that last black audio lb <laughs> was actually fucking banger
0: oh yeah oh so good uh, so
1: good doesn't miss so i asked i asked a friend one time like oh have you heard black audio and they're like what's that I'm like oh it's Davey having from afis like side things like synthy electro but it's like super vibey and they're like i don't like this this sounds weird i'm like what do you mean it's dark wave sounds weird okay so like you (laughs) just say you don't have taste
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah they have a couple of fest shows scheduled this year um potentially more i mean they did like their own shows for the last year so maybe there are going to be more fest sets um they did their tour that ended at When We Were Young, so maybe they're like going to do Other Fest this year, and maybe we'll see them at Riot Fest. I don't know. Could be. I mean,
1: I, I could see them do like another Sing the Sour playthrough at Riot Fest. Potentially. I don't think they're
0: gonna. I think that they sold this as like one, one and only. done. I think they're like this was it.
1: You were either here or you fucked up.
0: That's why I had to be. There. They they literally had all their marketing say a one for the for the first and last time. We're doing this show. Oh, okay. So I think if they did it again, they would be really, 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 really they giving it lying. to their fans. Yeah. You're liars. More like
1: a fire in lies. Listen, they could have a 40 year one if they wanted to. A I little guess different. they could.
0: They have been a band for 33 years, so that math is math and over fucking here.
1: <laughs> wild to me.
0: Math is math and um, real quick, I'll just do a little reels recap here.
1: Wow. And art. art.
0: okay that's basically it anyway um yeah performed at the top of their top tier it was just yeah incredible they posted a lot of like um sing the sorrow recaps on their page too on instagram so that's also a good place to go if you're like i don't know this record why should i like it well (laughs) let me tell you
1: well listen or guys or you could look at spotify and just listen to it through
0: (laughs) yeah it's it's great um I pull up the Wikipedia page here just Damn. to be like, is there anything else we want to add to like the recap and the, the, the full thing? The I don't review. know. Like this was, I, I was saying, I was saying it about the show is like, this is probably my favorite record of all time. Like when I, when I think of the things that I listened to growing up and like what really guided me on this path, like it all started with Sting the sorrow. So the fact that it's 20 years old is when i really realized like okay i'm here i'm dying it's over
1: (laughs) i'm dying it's over if it's the theme if it's the vibe
0: yeah it's their sixth record when they really hit (laughs) they really got it out on that sixth record
1: (laughs) they really just said hey guys this is it like
0: uh, let me see if there's anything else that's interesting in here before I just start talking out my ass.
1: Oh.
0: Oh yeah, there was a short film called *Clandestine*, and I was like, *Clandestine Industries*, and then it was, I was about unrelated. To say,
1: nah. AFI crossover.
0: There was so much like that was just kind of stolen from that, from like AFI is like actual goth shit and oh, yeah like Fall Out boy was just like kind of taking some words that were gothy and then being like we're too and it's like come on man
1: wasn't that most emo bands to an extent depending on like yeah but their vibe but
0: depending on when you want to say i i took it from this specifically like i do believe that uh Fall Out boy at that time was like looking at a lot of afi stuff and like kind of saying we 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 should do something like this and this was pre cork tree, so that's pre-cork possible. Tree. It's very yep. possible. I had friends that were friends with Fall Boys, and they were huge AFI nerds like me. So
1: I hope that they possible. were there with you.
0: They were right there with me.
1: Oh wait, no, yeah, they could have been right there with you. You just would never have known.
0: I would have never known. I, 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 I there were a few people that like came out that I knew at the show, though. Like, I don't
1: know. Yeah, I could tell. Like, I was looking at Instagram, I'm like, oh. They're here, yeah. they're here I wonder buddy if probably knows buddy they they here. all
0: the way in the back Cute. And I was like, damn man <laughs> Look at look, at what, look at what a hard lore gets Proceeding <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> They're like the 14th biggest Music podcast on Spotify right now so <laughs> That's <laughs> whatever. insane Yeah, Joe Rogan, watch your back Also stop <laughs> talking about music <laughs> um, Yeah These are all the b-sides they didn't play
1: <laughs> Upsetting
0: I think they like thought like I don't know man I, I like they could have but I don't think it was necessary to play b-sides at a show you know like
1: I think it, it like depends because so comparing it to like I mean the, the Fall Out Boy show I went to at Metro wasn't an album play it was just like hey we're here we're gonna play the small venue but there was definitely like you should play b-sides because this is like in an area for big fallout boy only fans so if you play mm-hmm. b-sides we're all gonna know it unless you are a fake fan and i feel like at af5 they're like we're just playing this nothing else like i mean they played they made it pretty apparent i still would have been like let me hold up for hope but if yeah. they're like pretty strict with it i've been like yeah i can see that where i mean i've gone to other like album play shows and they'll sprinkle in like their singles just to like do it so I think that's probably why also people are like, why didn't they play any other songs?
0: Yeah, it could be. I've uh, I saw Enter Shikari do an album play back in the day, and they were like, we're not even gonna play it in order. We're gonna play it out of order, mixed in with all of our other songs.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, it was really neat because you're like, we're I'm gonna hear all those songs, but I think this is like one of those things I always say about like album uh order, like album song order, is. That there are some records that are just really front heavy with your your hot fire shit, and then the later part of the record is more of like a here's some shit I've been working on type shit. Um, so there's not a lot of records where I feel like they go in a, a very strong order from the record where you could play it live and have hot fire throughout the whole thing. Um, and I do feel like Sing the Sorrow is one of those records, much like Fever You Can't Sweat Out is one of those records. Mm-hmm uh so like playing it all the way through makes sense i don't think like that Enter shikari record would have done great if it was played all the way through like in order so having like some of the like other songs mixed into the middle around some other hot fire tracks from other records it kind of worked it made sense
1: it vibe i know like for um the jonas brothers current album plays are doing on broadway which i should absolutely still be at this night right now but i am not um upsetting for everyone involved and um, from what I was seeing in tweets, like they would do the full album in order for the first two nights that they had did. And then they would sprinkle in some of their like bigger hits. So the first night they did their self-titled. And then afterwards they played like Cake by the Ocean from DNCE. And then like a couple other of Not like their singles.
0: Jonas any
1: <laughs> It's Joe Jonas. No Jonas is left behind. None of them. Who knows Frankie Jonas was there with his weird cocaine song in the background. are you unaware he released his own song it's called cocaine guarantee
0: you i'm unaware i'm unaware
1: we could play it for you i'm okay you don't want to live react
0: no why why would i do that it's not even an important jonas it's bonus jonas like i don't give a shit It is
1: bonus jonas
0: yeah i don't give a shit um anyway that's probably all we have to say about the record in the show um i do recommend that if you are not currently a fan of afi this would make you become one Uh, i think that it is worth seeing if you're if you're like a a younger emo fan or a newer emo fan and you're like yeah i really like them mgks this is where it started go listen to it learn (laughs) hey if you
1: like mgks my bloody valentine go all the way back to (laughs) afi sing this song yeah if you like this how you like this?
0: this yeah it's it's uh, this is going to be my my Tom Mullen moment when I'm trying to say like real emo and I'm like, no, AFI oh, no. is real emo, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like this is where it all started. And if you don't know your you know, the if you don't know the shoulders of the giants you stand on, like you got to go learn. And this is where you start because it's 20 years in 20 years deep. Where were you 20 years ago? All you fucking 17 year olds.
1: Fucking seventeen-year-olds. Our audience. They is weren't. Not they weren't. A lot a, of children. <laughs> no, they they weren't born yet. Uh, I was like eight years that old.
0: Math does be math.
1: <laughs> the math do be math. And thirty-three years ago, I was not alive. So.
0: Well, yeah, you didn't know the band at that time when they were playing Fireside Bowl in Chicago.
1: No, cause I was not Partisan. alive, or I was not cognitive enough.
0: <laughs> you were not even a concept. All right. Recording. Uh, thanks for checking out this 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 little episode of the Emo yeah. Social Club podcast.
1: This little bite-sized tidbit for you.
0: In the time that you listen to this, you've you've actually received a little bit of time back, and you can use that time to go and uh, uh, rate us five stars on your favorite podcasting network, podcasting yeah. application. You
1: can just you can just pop up everything in one like tab and just yep. do it all at once. Like, listen to it all at once. Be done.
0: Get it done. Uh, and then check out the video version over on our YouTube with a little bit of viz, you know? Viz. Get, those, get those hot, crispy viz. Get the riz there.
1: up. Yeah.
0: There. Get the riz. <laughs> riz right. up, riz out. We will be back with another episode next week. You can watch us record these live on our Twitch channel, emo social every Thursday night. Uh, from all of us here at the emo social club podcast, I'm Brian. And
1: I'm Lizzie.
0: See you soon. Bye.